Today's episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour is brought to you by Amazon.com. Go to geek30.com slash Amazon and click on the link to do all of your shopping. It helps us pay the bills at no extra cost to you. Again, geek30.com slash Amazon. Coming up on today's show, use the force, everyone. Pokemon Go meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Room for rent, contact NASA. Y yo habla es cargo, because I'm bilateral. This is episode 37 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is August 21st, 2016. I'm Alex, and here's JoJo. Hello. How you doing today, sir? Pretty good, man. How have you been? Very good. Awesome. And we are joined by a very familiar guest, Mr. Bill McKenna. Hi, everybody. How you doing tonight? Pretty good, man. He is with the Not Another Podcast, as I like to say, with question a mark. question mark. It's his eyebrow went up. Rhetorical question. <laughs> uh, real quick, before we get started with the show, tell the uh, remind the world, if you will, a little bit about you and the, the show that you run. Well, uh, it is called Not Another Podcast, and it's uh, basically all things that we deem very important in our lives, which is very shallow and uh, not substantive at all. Uh, but it's you know uh, an hour show with my co-host uh, Brett Simons, who uh, is a very unique individual and definitely brings a perspective I would never have. Uh, and it's just I, I think it's funny because I have no idea what he's going to say. I just give him some ideas. Next thing you know, it just becomes this. It's like fish meets uh, you know the worst show on the planet. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, it's it's a great um, vibe that you do have because you definitely totally. keep the uh, the train on its rails and then yeah. let him take the train off the rails. Yeah, and I'm 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 not afraid to actually mend that train and put it back on the trails and get right. it going again. Exactly. But it's uh, but well, and occasionally you'll set fire to the train too if need be. Oh, no <laughs> doubt about it. If I know it's, if it's going to go down a cliff, I'm right. definitely going to drive it and I'm just going to go ramming speed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I think back. I mean, we've really done maybe four shows together at yeah. this point. The first one that we did you've been over here to the studio before yes and then we had a show live at aslin yes uh brewery which is a local brewery in the town of herndon where um where you guys reside that's correct and uh and then we also did one at an, the escape room in herndon together indeed and uh and here we are again back at the geek 30 studios uh, there was we, also one where you popped in on their show at one point that's yeah, yeah very true i was at i was at your studio golly we're all over yeah. the place with you, you saw the magic happen in the in the uh, none of the podcast uh, later yeah, it was a lot of fun <laughs> i wasn't ready for that i had to back out of that yeah. if, too if, much action exactly. <laughs> a lot of action right. some things i just can't unsee and you know you know what folks at home i'm okay with it right. i, I laugh okay too much it. as it is already me in the same room as brett simons i would not have i would have died of laughter <laughs> i would have doing it live <laughs> yeah just starts yelling and just walk out the door shut it down <laughs> um, so happy to have you here as always, man. We we appreciate the great uh, the great partnership that we have with you guys. Absolutely, or, it's it's a, it's great. I always love coming over here. Yeah. And you guys are fun to be with, and uh, I love your show. And uh, it's it's a pleasure being here. Believe me. Right on. Now, where can people um, check out the podcast? You can go to notonthepodcastusa.com um, or just put in not on the podcast question mark and we'll be the first 11 of your 12 searches on Google. So, yeah, as, uh, as yeah, Brett that market says, pretty saturated. You <laughs> yeah, if, you're, if you can't find them, you're not trying hard enough. <laughs> exactly right. So we're on <laughs> iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Everything, every, every single vehicle out there. If you go to 
digital music you can find us. I mean, except for uh, we're working on getting on Spotify. Hopefully next month we'll be on there, but we're on everything else. Awesome. awesome. That's so great. That's and so great. You're not running for any offices or anything. I may or may not be, but if I was, you can also go to BillMcKenna.us and check out that I'm actually running for town council in beautiful downtown Herndon, Virginia. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's so got my votes. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I, I was a councilman back when I was 24, uh, back in Donnell when I had hair and I was a little thinner. Um, so hey, You've dropped some weight. Yeah, tell absolutely. the world about what you did. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, so I I, uh, I knew I was going to be running, so I was like, look, I'll, lose, I'll try and lose 50 pounds for the um, election. That was my campaign promise to everyone running. Uh, I started May 13th, and I'm already down 40 pounds right now. It's killer, man. He came in the door. He turned it aside, and I couldn't see him anymore. I just looked <laughs> right past him. <laughs> and I was like, where'd yeah. you go? It's been nuts. I mean, like, you know, I, I, there's been a couple things, but mostly, like, walking, running, and crying six miles a day. That's great. Yeah. The crying actually helps a lot, too. Oh, it does. Yeah. It, it yeah, helps me vent. Burns right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Calories. So it's like, you know, I can't yell at the centipede game when I'm playing on my 2600, so <laughs> take that, Geek 30. That's <laughs> I have ColecoVision, too. Yeah. But not the chameleons. So. No, no go listen. Does. Go listen to our episode where we recorded live at Aslan Brewery, and you could hear about that whole debacle. That was it's, really fun. It was. That was a lot of fun. Um, well, some quick housekeeping items before we um, jump into the beer we're drinking. Remember to give us a five star rating on iTunes. Um, check out our new website, www.geek30.com. Spell out the word thirty, and uh, you'll see the latest podcast episodes, our blog that we just started, and um, our lost levels. Absolutely, videos. Uh, we were just recording a little bit of that. Bill walked in and saw us doing that. Right? And I also saw the one where you did, like, I called it Donkey Kong, but it was like Donkey Kong Jr. or Donkey Kong Donkey yeah. Country. Yeah. yeah country. <laughs> I don't know. I, I lost after, you know, it's like a Mario Brothers. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of fun uh, recording videos of JoJo and I sucking at video yes. games. But you do it so gracefully. Yeah. (laughs) I say if you fall, fall forward and smash your face against the concrete all at the same time. So that's usually kind of how it happens. Because we still win. Well, I I fall just so I can get another drug, uh, drink of my rum. Another drug? Another drug. See, I'm already off to a bad start. (laughs) Another, you know, hit off my rum thing. It's not like we've been drinking and playing video games no. before this. So, uh, and speaking of drinking, we've got a great beer. So let's quickly get into the beer segment. Oh, hello, Geek Study. It's beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by Blackbeard's Eye Patches. Because it's all fun and games until someone loses an eye. Eye patches. Eye patches. Like, like he's got multiple. Multiple patches. Sometimes you need two, you know, in stereo. Yeah. When you're... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well... Uh, so, Bill brought us a beer today. It is from Great Lakes Brewing Company up in Ohio. Um, and this is an amber lager called Elliot Ness. And may have taken a, a, a swig of this. And this is really smooth. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, it's, with, a, it's, with a V. Smooth with a V. Smooth. Yeah, smooth. <laughs> smooth. So, it's got a 6.1% ABV. Really? Yep, 6.1%, and it pairs great with uh, smoked meats, hearty breads. I almost said hearty breasts because that's the way it kind of looks on the on – the... And we're already off to a bad start. Off to well, a bad start. I can't argue that with that one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I am done for the night. <laughs> oh, and it also says it pairs great with a classy fedora. So I guess – Hey, Deanna, can I borrow your fedora? Oh, wait. she has. Why does she have a fedora and you don't have a fedora? Um, because I've worn mine out. Oh, well, okay. Because I'm Cuban. There you go. <laughs> yes. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so let's take a cheers to this. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean that's just such a balanced beer, and it's got like a little, it's got like a little, a little spicy something to it. Yeah. Right. It's kind of ironic because it's an Ellie Ness amber lager, and he wasn't really balanced to begin with. Ah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, because because that's so it says. Admittedly, it's a bit of a paradox to name our amber lager for history's most famous agent of prohibition, but it's a smooth, malty, and dare we say, arresting paradox. So, um, yeah. Well played. Stuff. Well played. No, this is. Uh, we tried this right before, uh, you know, brewing, or uh, brewing, recording, brewing. God wow. damn it! Actually, <laughs> no, I, I saw the word brewing don't, here. Don't give away our secrets yet. <laughs> yeah, no, not yet. no. I wish, man. That'd be cool. I'm just as long not going to say harvesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I really enjoy this. Yeah, and absolutely. if you guys could see, so here's another interesting thing. So JoJo asked for the most obnoxious glass that I could give him. Part of our um, pre-show ritual is that we uh, get a, a glass to drink our beer in. Uh, Bill <laughs> goes up and gets actually it's kind of a taller, almost like a wheat beer glass yeah. uh, from Dick's Last Resort. It said Dick's. Yeah, it said Dick's on it. So Bill <laughs> to go along with the breasts that were said earlier. Hardy breasts. <laughs> hardy breasts. Hardy yes. breasts. <laughs> Dick's and hardy breasts. And I got a, a it's it's like a beer stein, um, and I have little shot glasses. <laughs> That look like mini beer steins. He looks at me and says, hey, do you want a glass? Sure. What do you want? I don't know. Something awkward. He goes, how awkward? Yes. <laughs> so I brought him down a few shot glasses. So he's drinking his beer out of shot glasses. Beer-shaped shot glasses. Beer-shaped. Yes. yes. Good Good call. They look like little <laughs> mini steins. Yeah, little steins. And, and I'm having fun with them. Yeah. And it's cool to drink this beer, which is from Ohio. I just came back from Ohio um, visiting Deanna's family. Her grandfather turned 80. Oh wow! That's we awesome. had a, we had an awesome um, kind of surprise. Uh, yeah, we had a we had an awesome surprise party, uh, and a ton of people came in from out of town. It was beautiful, man. Right. It was awesome. So uh, shout out to uh, Papa. Awesome seeing you and the the whole family up there. Um, he is he is one tough cookie. Awesome, it's awesome. That's awesome. fantastic. Awesome. Really, really good. So this is kind of crazy because uh, the head's still here after you poured it, I don't huh? know, 10, 15 minutes ago. Oh, <laughs> it's head. Oh, oh, head oh the head on the... Oh, yeah, okay. You know, the one with the hearty breast. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'm drinking it out of like these tiny stein chalk glasses, but it's kind of cool little uh, bite to it where it's, it's almost like the carbonation is the bite. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's kind of cool the way, the way it's that refreshing works. when it goes down. Right, exactly. Yeah, totally, totally. Well, we're gonna enjoy this beer and uh, and, and get into some really good news topics. Bill's well, looking at me. I actually, I brought some other stuff with me. He brought no, more wait. things. <laughs> I brought more beer. Really? And I even have tasting notes for these beers. Um, I was, I it's like, you know what? I got great legs, but let's let's keep it bourgeois. So bourgeois. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the first beer. Name tag lager. Oh boy. From Trader Joe's. It's four dollars a six. Oh and boy. And Jojo, if you would please uh, read the tasting notes. Uh, Alrighty. <laughs> I'm excited about this. Name tag right lager. This is all this is all in cans. I'm breaking out the six pack here. We're gonna pass Alrighty. these around, Jojo. Here's yours. Alrighty. This is <laughs> oh my god. It's so hold on. Before I even read this, it says six pack two ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they overcharged you. Yeah, yeah they overcharged. Well, it's Virginia. They put a buck yeah. on it. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so, so, wait, wait, you ready? Yeah, hold on. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, I'm that's excited pretty. now. I had, to, I had to stop for that price because that's the first thing that says in the sense that <laughs> <laughs> it points out. This is not a sell price or a promotional price or a special price. 
or anything else that would signify anything other than an everyday price. <laughs> yes, we're selling <laughs> six pack of good, enjoyable lager for a mere two ninety nine plus deposit. Where applicable, Virginia. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Mitch can get fifteen cents back. And in person, he says we have to say that. Right. <laughs> True to the lager tradition, name tag lager is light-bodied and full-flavored. Unlike some other inexpensive lagers, Genesee Cream Ale. Oh, I love me some Jenny Cream Ale. I'm just poking fun at you. Lo- you like Jenny Cream Ale, too, though. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just oh, okay. poking fun. Right, right. You know, got to yeah, poke yeah, the yeah. badger. Yeah. I'm sure uh, Jamie's checking his fist yeah. at us right now, too. Poke the bear. <laughs> exactly. Um, I like some other inexpensive beer uh, lagers. Name tag is brewed for us in Wisconsin, is an all malt beer with no rice, no corn, no filters of any kind. So that's a direct hit on Miller Lite, Bud Light, and Coors Light. Ooh. Yeah. Right, right for the, the gauntlets yeah. have been thrown. Exactly. <laughs> Straight for the gun on that one. Yeah. So shall we try it? Let's F- give it a shot. Here's all right. 50 cents a can. Oh, boy. Here Cheers. We go. I'm so, actually really excited. Slanche. Okay, actually, I really like this. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. What? I, I kind of really, well, I totally just like spit all over your computer. That actually tastes like a really good beer. That's a lot more bold than I expected it to yeah. be. Like, it actually has flavor. Yeah, it's a beer for three bucks. Yeah, that's great. It, I'm telling you, like, I, I, I was like, oh, I gotta get some of this. And I, <laughs> no I, way. I, I literally, when I go to a, a my friend's barbecues, I bring this beer and yeah. the next beer I'm gonna bring, and then people at first go, and then they just taste it and gonna go. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna buy this, and it's, uh, it's <laughs> oh, that's legit. Yeah. All right. So wait, what's the other beer you got? Wait, you said next beer. Yeah, I got another beer. Yeah. What? <laughs> and actually, here's the thing. I actually use this as a metaphor for my life. So the other beer I got is called Simpler Times. <laughs> oh, I think I've had this. Wait, have I had this? I think I've had this. Simpler Times. I'll put this over here. Okay. So did so- someone like cross stitch the uh, the label on that can? It's actually like it looks like a cross stitch, like someone would put on a on a pillow. Oh wow! I, th- I think I might have had. They this. have a pilsner and a lager, but I got the pils uh, the lager because I want you when you taste it. I want you to t- tell me what it kind of tastes like. Okay, it's pretty remarkable. Right, here, here, Jojo, okay. we're passing down the cans. Passing down yeah. some cans. So, Jojo, if you could just read the uh, simple. Absolutely. Times. Here, you ready? Ah, uh, that's such a pretty sound. Yeah. And one more for good measure. Alrighty. Simpler times. <clears throat> Simpler times. It's made for us in small batches by a family-owned craft brewery in Wisconsin. They use old-world recipes and ingredients like all-natural hops and barley. And just like in simpler times, they never add any of the filters found in some beers. Again, a hit at Miller, Bud Light, and Coors Light. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Uh, Those filters are generally uh, added to keep that alcohol content up while lowering cost and flavor. Okay, well, let's try it. Simpler I like times. Lagers. lagers are good. Salud. All right, here we go. I make a Pilsner too, but this one is. Oh, what is that? It's a hint of Dale's. Hmm. That's pretty smooth. Yeah. Wow. That's like that. I don't know which one I like more. Right. This one is actually, uh, this is $3.99 as well. Okay. $3.99. Okay. Wow. All right. So we have, you know, I think that the. Okay, so I go back to name tag classic lager, five percent ABV. This tastes like just a really it's a good lager. Good lager. Yeah, exactly. It's like a real classic lager. I mean, just it, this if you took the original recipe of a lager, this is what this tastes like. Right, exactly. Like. Or if you go to like the old VFW when Miller High Life was actually a good beer. Right. Like it was like Miller was a beer. Yeah. That's what it was. 
again, past tense, it's real, was. <laughs> yeah, it's real malty. And so the, the cool thing about this is that with the, the first two beers, uh, you get kind of almost, I don't want to say... Uh, there's spiciness to the simpler times. Like a Dale's. Yeah, yeah. like a Dale's, yeah. yeah. It's not too much carbonation, but it's almost a difference. The The third one that we had, the simpler times, almost has that like Mountain Dew smoothness when you drink it out of a can. Like, very it's good not, call. It's, yeah. it's not very over-carbonated. Yeah, minus smooth. the diabetes. Minus the it diabetes. I don't taste diabetes no, in just, there's the, there's the original kind the and bitters. type two. I, I taste, you know, <laughs> liver poisoning, but, you know, that's, so, what, we, that's what we do weekly. Just, nice. just to put it in perspective, too, this six-pack costs more than this 12-pack. Wow. The Great Lakes Brewing Company, and, and you know what? I like the cans more. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying that the Great Lakes uh, beer isn't good because this is actually – it's really enjoyable. It's a great amber lager, but – if I were to, I just really like regular like loggers, yeah. you know. But, the, but that that surprised you, didn't it? It did. Right. Thank you very much for bringing well, see, that, man. That the was great. Lakes, I would see because of, of the spices in there and whatnot. I actually see that as almost more of a fall beer at this point. Mm-hmm. These two, I can keep on rotation any day of the week. Oh right? yeah, I would drink this anytime. Super Burgers, easy to drink. Exactly. It, chicken, and you're on the grill. It's like right. You bring it. If someone brings a twelve pack over of this, I'm not mad at them. Right. This, <laughs> by the way, this name tag the the can reminds me of something out of like the seventies. Totally. It used to be called Red Oval. They had to change it because Red Oval had another trademark, so they just called it oh, Name. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So it's Trader Joe's Name Tag. So I love uh, the little meme they have on the internet where it's the, the typical uh, name tag that says hello. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hello, my name is Ningo Montoya. You right. killed my father. Prepared to die. <laughs> but yeah, name, name tags, I mean, that's like I said, I, I brought them over as kind of a joke because I know you guys, but at the same time, I'm a big value play guy because I do it with wines as well. Right. They're good beers. They're not excellent you know. beers. Really good. Yeah. Oh wow. I went back to the amber lager, and it was almost harsh, because yeah. the amber, like yeah. when you, when you drink an amber, it's yep. like there's a bite to it. But when I drank the amber first, I didn't taste the bite. Yeah. It's like after the fact, I started to taste. It's the like bite. when you start drinking whites, and then you go to a red, and then yeah, you go back to real. a white. You're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's very um, it's almost contradictory. Yeah. You know. Yep. Well, Gosh, I mean, that, that's, cool. that's what happens when you have like 30 beers on your table simultaneously. Yeah, we do. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, now, so now I literally um, did a Consumer Reports value playlist. Like, you know, you have your, your your overall best, but then you have your best buys. Right. Yeah, that's great. And yeah. your Circuit Cities and your HHR Briggs. <laughs> you, know, you know, Bill, if I had to say so, you brought value to our audience that's today. It. I'm a value play kind of guy. In fact, that's how I missed. That's why you vote for him for Hendon. Hernan. Yep, Hendon. <laughs> Hendon. Hendon. As they say, as Hendon. the locals say. Hendon. I, I've lived in Ashburn too long. <laughs> hey, welcome to, to Hendon. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we've got like how many beers? We have a lot of beers to drink. And mines um, are in shot glasses. We have nine left. Yeah, we have a lot of beers to drink. And we're going we're gonna to talk about some really fun uh, news articles. So stick around. Here is the news segment. So first up, we get to actually be Jedi and and like hold but lightsabers and like for real this time. For real this time, not, you guys. Not like play school, not like Fisher Price. No. Like for reals. Not a glorified maglite with uh, the ends and the ends. So Bingo. Listen, yeah. Bingo. <laughs> what was it? Wicked lasers that did that? <laughs> yes. Di- <laughs> Disney has filed for a patent. Oh, what is that? Is that my computer or yours? That wasn't mine. Oh, that's my computer. I thought you muted that. I did. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> All right. Um, 
So Disney has filed for a patent for real-world lightsaber battle tech. According to an article from IGN, Disney has filed a patent to allow the company to use drone technology to beam lasers through foggy environments towards someone wielding a custom lightsaber. According to Patent Yogi, uh, the Star Wars-like interaction is achieved by filing by filling by filling an area with vapor then arming a person with a specially designed lightsaber that's capable of transmitting ir lights towards the laser shooting drones and then the iras um are transmitted from the saber to the drone and then the ir sensor built into the drone creates a field of view based where the person is standing allowing it to presumably uh open laser fire so basically you have this fix maybe not really a fixed point because it's going to be a drone so it's going to hover and then it's going to send out the signal block said signal with lightsaber that you hold it sends it right back to it and then boom so um that means they're using a lower powered laser for this one because if they have to use vapor to make it visible there are green lasers out there that won't burn stuff uh, that are visible. Will they blind you? They will blind you, which is, I think, which why is, yeah. they want to patent something that they have to use uh, vapors for. Just me playing devil's advocate. What if you have like really older neighbors and like, oh my god, here comes the end of the world? Like <laughs> literally, it's like you, you know, it, it's like you don't want it to become like you know. They might think it's like Aleppo, you know. Right. They just like yeah. um, certain parts of the world probably won't like you know. Uh, drones or what the hell's going on here? Next thing you know, it's like a whole conspiracy thing. I mean, I I, I totally dig what's going on. Yeah, but this has a you know they might have to start like well the drones gonna come down and shoot lasers at people yeah. and well can't you just get like an MTV sticker on it and say it's just MTV don't worry about it you know because those kids with their technologies right. and their Pokemons and you're in the middle of a barbecue like you're flipping a burger next thing you know this green light starts hitting you. you're going what the hell's and going on and then the neighbor's on? kid is coming over no no sorry that's mine sorry that's mine I got it I got my lightsaber. Hold on. And, and then they're just <laughs> sorry, just unsynced. <laughs> That's just me playing devil's advocate here. Right. What well, do you think, you think I, about that? What I think this is going to end up being, I think that this just reeks of Disney uh, like attraction sort of goodness. I feel, I think I it's feel gonna, like this is going to be a park centric thing first yeah. before it's a consumer centric. I, I I feel like it would be really hard to put this in a consumer's hands, especially if it's only going to work in a vapor environment where like there's going to be fog or whatever. Um, because it's it's hard to reproduce those conditions unless you know you were in a controlled environment like a Disney theme park. Mm-hmm. We used to like basically like a laser tag when I was growing up. It was called uh, was it Fan- Phantom? Uh, right. The 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 laser tag room. I was like, we were like oh man, we're gonna play Phantom for forty dollars an hour. Right. Back when I was in fifth grade. Yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> laser tag was forty dollars an hour per kid. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad. So now, like everyone, you know, when when it came out, like the home game, like you're just sitting there, like I got ripped off. Yeah, <laughs> I spent thirty dollars yeah. on this like little home kit that I can play with anytime I want. Yeah, it came like, well, with like three guns or something. Like, yeah, but dude, seriously, we we had the neon, you know, the honeycomb stuff, and everything. I can make that at home. <laughs> well, see, the guns always worked for me for the home kit. Um, my brother and I played it ridiculously um, but the chess pieces always broke on us and our parents was like we just spent a bunch of money for that to work it's like it works we're using it I just I mean, this part isn't I'm you know? <laughs> oh, sorry not sorry you know yeah <laughs> you know? but no that makes that makes more sense because I was thinking if it was just going direct to uh, consumer I'm like this you know this you could be outside like you know, picking up a pizza from the Pizza Hut guy. Next thing you know, you're pulling out a lightsaber, and the guy's running for his life, <laughs> <laughs> as he should be if I without a lightsaber. Yeah. On so uh, would, would that be app enabled then at that point? Because it's a drone, right? Yeah. I mean, it could be. I think that 
you know, once it evolves from an attraction centric uh, environment, I mean, we're already controlling drones with your with your iPhone anyway. You know, why I not? feel like for a starter kind of deal, they're already doing uh, lightsaber training as kind of not necessarily like a joke, but just something that caters to children when they come mm-hmm. into Disney parks. Um, excuse me. For a ride, there could be a waiting room in which you get some training. You go into a room. They start shooting some lasers at you. You just like start blocking off while you're waiting to go on whatever ride and whatnot. And then later on, they can actually make an actual attraction where you're fighting off ex, you know, bad guys. Yeah, that that's something that I actually thought about. I read that somewhere when I was uh, doing a little bit of research on this topic. There was um, somebody had mentioned like this is perfect fodder for that children's um, attraction. And when we were in uh, Anaheim. When we went to Disneyland for the Star Wars 5K, we actually saw the the little uh, show performance that like all the kids were in, and they had to fight Darth Maul and Darth Vader. It was like really cool. I was like, yeah. if I if I was a kid, that would have been my fucking jam. Right. That was awesome. Anyway, but we've hit puberty a lot sooner. <laughs> yeah, well, stay stay. Keep those testicles up there. Right. You know? um, Hashtag high testes. Yeah. So all I all I know though is that. Like JoJo was saying, if um, if they can enhance that experience for the kids to, you know, see these little drones flying around and they're, you know, not necessarily drones. Maybe they're like in like a capsule that looks kind of like the training drone that we see Luke Skywalker in episode four kind of training with. Um, that would be really, really neat. That, I, I feel like that would be a great experience. I can't wait for my kids, you know, whenever Deanna. Deanna, you're not pregnant, right? <laughs> not this time. No, she's still not pregnant, guys. <laughs> I don't think the first iterations will look quite like the training drone that they had in, in Star Wars just because it was a sphere, and I don't mm-hmm. know if they, they can get that something like that to fly on its own. Mm-hmm. So it'll look probably more like your uh, Phantom-style drone with the four, uh, the quadcopter type of environment yeah, could, yeah. first. Uh, although they do have a, uh, a Millennium Falcon kind of drone thing with a, a fan in the middle of it. So I'm sure they can work a couple things out, but it, it just it won't look identical to it quite it, yet. Well, the next thing they'll have is a little sphere that just starts shooting lightning bolts at you while you wear your protective pilot's there head. There it is. Yeah. Start going, Shh, let the force flow. <laughs> <laughs> See, it goes back to our topic uh, last week where we talked about like force feedback, like you feel it. Right. I, I like it would be kind of cool to get shocked by something like if I miss the 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 laser like I'm just thinking not as a kid okay like let the kid be a kid and not like go home crying to his mom because Disney scared and if, hurt him but, but that would be you cool can, for me you can always pee an electrical fence and <laughs> yeah Jojo was showing us a video of a, of a dog that was peeing on an electric fence which Ren and Snippy warned you about many years ago don't do that guys <laughs> just don't do that think about it yeah. okay just think and yeah. don't pee in the snow <laughs> and, and eat said stuff. Well, don't 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 eat. <laughs> you can write your name, just don't eat it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not lemon people. <laughs> All right. Well, um, our next topic was that I found this video on Facebook. I found it fascinating um, because it takes um, augmented reality to kind of the next level. So, uh, Pokemon Go is a big thing, right, Bill? I mean, like Pokemon Go. I like you guys talk about Pokemon Go. We talk about it every week. And yeah. We, we, and then here's the thing: like, I'm I don't play it. I mean, I have it on my uh, my phone because I happen to live in an area like the dog park right behind my townhome mm-hmm. is like where you collect your balls. Yeah, there's a Pokestop. Okay. Yeah, Pokestop. So I got a lot of people, and then I, I have apparently a couple of water animals that are so like two o'clock in the morning. I have people, you know, coming past my house, and I'll just go. <laughs> 
Pikachu. <laughs> and they say I scare them like, well, you're in front of my house at two o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, where you live, you're like right there on that little yeah. creek. Right? Yeah. So, but I actually use that. I use that as my ectometer because I don't play the game, but I just want to see what animals are out there, so I know what you know how many people might be coming at my house. There, there at you any go. Particular nice. Moment. You use that as a radar. That's exactly right. <laughs> so, I like uh, ectometer better. Yeah, ectometer. Yes, <laughs> ectometer. Uh, there is a uh, company called. What's the company called, Jojo? Oh, I was in the pay attention. Night Terror app. No, it's uh, uh, Novum Analytics. Yeah, Novum Analytics. I was okay. trying to remember what you it was said called. Tape attention. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's drinking three beers right now. <laughs> Out like, of shot glasses. Out of shot glasses. <laughs> name my kid Tape Attention. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine taking AR to the next level. This um, application, from from what I read. Uh, actually can recognize your the dimensions in your own home so it can recognize where you know like it, when you're playing pokemon go it's like oh look at that bulbasaur that's sitting awkwardly on my wall um or like <laughs> it's in pikachu, my toilet. pikachu understand. don't get out of my toilet bro and in this case it actually sees you <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Pikachu. Bill kept his beard down. Good yeah. job. <laughs> Bill almost spit his beard out. <laughs> no one wants to sit on a toilet and have something bite him in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. But that was almost a slip and slide. I'm glad you kept that in. Boy, this water's cold. <laughs> well, in this case, we actually have a, an augmented reality experience that places things within the environment that may disappear or jump out at you. So, um, for instance, like it'll place a picture on the wall and then said picture will like fall or bleed and like melts or something. And then like if there's a cracked door, you'll see something through the cracked door on your phone, but not, you know, in real life because it's augmented reality. But um, really well done. And, and it's got this really creepy uh, sort of night vision experience happening. But what's also really cool is that the the um, the app will send you random text messages and will like fuck with your phone so that it's like uh Jojo you shouldn't have done x y and z because and like now you've screwed up and like all of a sudden like events will start happening like on your phone when you raise AR but, up but but I used a condom what are you talking about <laughs> Jojo condoms don't always work 99% 98% effective yes 98% <laughs> but, so, um... so Jojo would you do this no Okay, why? <laughs> Is it the same reason why we can't play Layers of Fear again? Because you're no. really scared? <laughs> Not even because... So what if I, I hold your hand while we go through it? I, I, I downloaded Pokemon Go and had fun for, with it for about 25 minutes. And then everything else is just kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm still playing this. <laughs> you yeah. know, kind of a deal. Um, I think there's going to be some stuff in there that's going to be kind of cool, kind of fun, kind of new. I think I will be bored with it within an hour. I think though it would be one of those ooh ah moments, and then yeah, it's you it's, know, it's maybe, a new thing for yeah. the the hot thing for the week, and that's it. I, I think it depends on where you live, because right. uh, like for example, I live in a townhome that was built four years ago, so like things crawling out of the floor, yeah, right, whatever. That's I, normal. <laughs> but yeah, I grew but I grew up in a house that was ninety five years old, right? And my dad lived eighty five of the years of you know eighty five of his eighty six years in there, and he would tell me ghost stories, and like even growing up, like there was times. I mean, one time, it just, you know, I, and I'm just because I'm older now, it doesn't matter if I had, because he took a paper plate and cut a face out of it and took a flashlight. We had a back room where all, like, so we were having a sleepover party. He takes a stick and he puts the flashlight with this, and it was like this Halloween, like, looking thing. 
It scared the crap out of us. <laughs> no, really? Almost broke down the door trying to get out of it. That's <laughs> great. So now it's like, you know, this thing is just like, I'm just going to get flashbacks to my dad going, <laughs> I made you shit your pants. <laughs> the, the original Joker laugh. <laughs> right. But, um, you know, if you live like, in an older house, like, you know, the creeping, this right. could freak somebody out. Um, or I, even... I, even a big house, I don't. Uh, so you guys both have big houses. I've got a condo, and it's small. So if I hear something, I can hear something from the other room. Not a big deal. When I uh, visit my parents in San Antonio, they got a big old house over there. If they go off and do something, and I hear something, that freaks me out because I don't. It's not my house. You, and and, and plus, yeah, it, it, the, you just it could be in a like. 12 different places that you live. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. me being death, I don't have echolocation, so I don't know which of those 12 locations it came from. <laughs> you know, So um, I think it depends on, on where you are as well. But I, I do like the fact that it'll measure your room and put frames or pictures or windows or people or whatever yeah. in its correct contents, you know, depending on your house, because not every house is identical. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I feel like, I was like, oh, this is cool, and I'm done. I think it would be cool to do it, like, maybe, like, in once per environment you go to, but, like, like Bill, if you were to go to your your old house, that that hundred year old house at this mm-hmm. point, um, would that be a fun experience to try? I think like the first couple times because like my like my basement like was dark like the Blair yeah. Witch Project basement that okay, was my yeah. basement right. like it was dark. Where even if you turn on a incandescent light bulb, it just wasn't enough. Right. No. And yeah. and then like even like you know the rooms are smaller. Um. You know my my you know not to be morbid but my my grandmother passed away in the house. Right, uh, right. Like, there's been, you know, there's been people who have passed away. It, there's history to the house. Again, the smaller corners is a big thing, too. Smaller yeah. uh, quarters is is a big thing for, for horror if yeah. you don't have anywhere to move. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is people don't realize before funeral parlors were a thing, people would bury, like, they would have their wakes at the house. Yeah. Right. Sitting up so, with the dead. There'd be yeah. a dead body sitting in that house for a few days. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. There's a Ray Stevens song about that. And my dad would, he was, my dad's like, oh, I'll be, you and your, you and my mom be the first two people not to die in this house. <laughs> Which made me feel really good. You right. know? So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that would kind of build to it because I think it would just kind of. You aug- know the history. Yeah, augment it. But like, if you, even like if you lived in Old Town, like, you know, they do all the, like, I, I think. Uh, so like Old Town Alexandria could do like the because the, they do those Halloween like walkthroughs of the haunted houses, they could use something like that to augment their whole um, the their you know uh, their pitch or their story right and make it more fun. But I think this technology can start with that and then kind of you know hopefully someday even like have even like a Bob Vila from this old house like okay here are the dimensions where should I put the you know the the floating beam here so I don't have a you know, studs, uh, <laughs> hidden studs in my house. Oh, so, yeah, this augmented reality, I mean, it it just, it it paves the way. You know, these little gimmicky things that we're doing, Pokemon Go, this this mm-hmm. uh, scary app, it paves the way for a really brilliant architectural and even, like, um, yeah, I mean, architecture is a great, is a great example, but, you know, I also think about historical. So let's say that I wanted to walk into Mount Vernon and see what it looked like back in the day. And like what if they created like a like a 3D rendering? Like as I'm walking through and, mm-hmm. and I I could walk through Mount Vernon and see George Washington sitting at his desk. Like that that sort of stuff is really cool to me. Yeah. Right. And there's always the uh the the angle for that particular um example. Um Assassin's Creed had a DLC. Um, I can't remember which game it was, where George Washington was a tyrant, 
you know, just kind of oh, yeah. changing uh, the, the dynamics of mm-hmm. history and whatnot. So all of a sudden they change a couple things and it's not quite as you remember it and things become very, you know, different at that point. That'd be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I know they try to um, implement that on the Superman ride in Six Flags over here in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, I I haven't heard much about it aside from the fact that they implemented it. So I don't know if it was good or not, <laughs> you know. Um, and also there's been like five incidences with theme parks this year. So uh, theme parks everybody's have, dying at theme parks. Right, exactly. So year. theme parks have been everybody's on, on, dying on the, on the general, DL. <laughs> don't go to the fair. People die at the fair. Exa- well, no, that's because of uh, heart attacks, you, deep fried Oreos. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, obscure reference to a million ways to die in the West. Don't go oh. to the fair. People die at the oh. fair. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, don't yeah, you yeah. smile when you're taking a picture because it'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Pictures take your souls. <laughs> Um, so I'm I'm curious to see how else they can implement it because yeah, haunted house in old town, you know, VR on a roller coaster. Um, where else could they implement this? You know, yeah, I mean, almost anywhere. Yeah. yeah, it could it could do so much. At some point, we're gonna live. Oh no, you're good. Right. At some point, we're gonna live in like some kind of a bland world where everything's just some kind of pastel, you know, mm-hmm. color, and then we're just gonna be wearing glasses that augments what we're. What so Ernest Klein wrote, wrote about that, and that's called Ready Player One. Yeah, <laughs> BT that's true, which you need to let me borrow. Still, <laughs> I do. I bought the Killing Joke, by the way. So you did can you? Watch that. Oh yeah. no. Okay, yeah. I've already I read, seen it. Okay, because I read the comic. Okay. Oh, did you like it? I actually liked it. Yeah. Bill, do you know about the Killing Joke? I do. I've never read it, but uh, I can probably uh, pull it up on my Amazon Kindle today because I have Prime. There nice. you go. Very nice. And you could also get that through your website, right? If you wanted to go to Amazon.com. Oh, that's exactly, that, that's exactly right. As you heard in the beginning of the episode. Segway. Yeah. Geek3.com slash yeah. Amazon. Um, yeah, the, the technology is fucking cool. It is. I just worry about, like, you know, all this. Because I, I can tell you, like, growing up back, back in my day. Uh, <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> when I had a Commodore 64 and I was actually hacking games. Uh, true story. <laughs> I used to. I had like seven thousand games. I like well used to have a program called Fast Hack them and take out. Were, the... were there seven thousand games back in the day? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, the, the, I had six different versions of uh, Ikari Warriors. You know, oh the, wow. Yeah, because like some of them were you know I had the European version, the Japanese version, right? The American version. Very very interesting. I remember there was a uh, Ninja Turtles tur- uh, game on Nintendo Super Nintendo uh, Nintendo Entertainment System. Yep. And the uh, Commodore sixty four version looked better. Yeah. And I was like, what? Or even you go to even look look at Nintendo. I mean the Famicom stuff. Sometimes is a thousand times better than NES, including Star Wars. Absolutely, Wild. I digress. Yeah. But no, that, no, it's good. But I'm just saying, like, I'm driving down. You know, we used to like there was a place called Zarafath, New Jersey, which was a, uh, it still is. It's a religious community, um, and they're very, very um, set in their ways. Right. And they talk about, hey, kids, get off my lawn. So we, because we used to call this one place they had like the Devil Tree, because like they had no street lights and they had these trees. They were like linden trees. So. I don't know if you remember Tales from the Dark Side, the the TV show. Yeah. Man lives on what he believes to be reality. <laughs> like you see these trees, and like that Which, was it. And you just not to tr- cut you off, but that's literally almost a line from the Killing Joke. By <laughs> the way. <laughs> but yeah, but, but I mean, it, and then we turn off the light. Like I had a, a I might have had an assault rifle, not a uh, assault rifle. You know the rifles that shoot salt. It may have hit the side of my yeah, car. Yeah. Assault rifle, yeah, yeah. Not, not an assault, assault rifle. Right. <laughs> okay. Big difference, but it did hit the side of my car because I'm like, oh damn it, how am I going to get this out? <laughs> but uh, you know, dry out. That that was our horror stuff. Like we would go find like uh, just these weird things, and that was our augmented reality. Now I just hope that you know you still keep the social aspect of those things because right. I remember 
like being scared together. That's like a bond you never forget. Like right. yeah, like you know, twenty years from now, like when you're going to your when I'm at my twentieth college reunion, but when you're like. Remember the time you took us to, to Zarephath and those guys chased us down the street? <laughs> Holy shit, was I scared. I was too, and I was driving. <laughs> I, there's something to say about yeah. that because uh, they've patched World of Warcraft w- for the new Legion content coming up, mm-hmm. and I have not had so much fun. Uh, I've, I still have to do some leveling for some g- g- characters or whatever, but they've got some new Legion things going on. And all of a sudden, there's 30 people in this area trying to fight this one boss, and I'm like, this is awesome. This is what World of Warcraft should it, be. Yeah. Yeah. It brings the MMO back to the Exactly, MMO. the actual MMO to the MMO, right? It's not just an individual situation. Yeah. So there's something to be said about a social environment. You want to share that with people. You don't want to be yeah. there by yourself. And it would be cool in this AR situation where whatever I see, like if it's catered towards me, because that's another thing that this app does is that it, it knows your fears. Mm-hmm. So I'm scared of sharks. As we all know, the sharks have no souls. It's it's a it's a known fact. But there's a hashtag left shark. It's yeah, awesome. And you know and what? Fuck that Katie left shark. Katy Perry. <laughs> it was no, awesome. no, I know. I, I understand. Um, he was out of Katy water. Perry's great, um, but fuck that left shark. Anyway, <laughs> it was just a costume. So let's say that costume over here one day. So let's say that you know I'm walking through a house and then all of a sudden there's a shark coming at me. Oh no! Because that's what happens. Sharks come up on land sure. and then they want to eat you. I've seen Sharknado. And yeah, exactly. It happens. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so and then it was Bill, a documentary, not a movie. And then Bill is standing right next to me, experiencing um, the AR, and then looks to his left, you know, because you know he sees a, and then he sees a shark coming out of the door as well. It would be cool if, like, like you said, it's a shared experience. Yes, yeah. I'm always kind of curious of the things you don't see as a whole. Uh, so if you're, if we're all three in sync, you know, we're all doing the same thing at the same time. And then Bill sees something flicker somewhere, but we don't see it. It doesn't mm-hmm. pop up on ours. You know, just kind of play with the, every one of us individually. It's like a escape room hurting when I, like, you know, I wasn't doing too much, but I heard the door. I was like, that's a door right there. <laughs> hey, you, you progressed. <laughs> okay. that, that was half the uh, the battle right there. It's like, right. click, oh. Hey, you know. Like, he, I heard a door. Yeah. <laughs> he kept the game moving. Right. <laughs> uh, but even, like, you know, it's funny because uh, getting back to, like, augmented reality or a shared experience with that, uh, I, I went to Vegas. This was my first year at ING working on Wall Street. And I told a bunch of stories, like being on city council. And, Everyone was just like, you know, my first week, I was just, I, I, I like to tell stories and, and they happen to be true. And everyone was just like, yeah, right, just shut the hell up. <laughs> well, a bunch of us went to Vegas. Uh, yeah. Two guys from New York, two guys from Detroit, and a couple guys from LA met us out there, spent a week with me. I'm not kidding you. My nickname when I came back was, it's all true. <laughs> all of it. Because, you know, because I didn't have to tell, like, it's like, what happened? Where do I start? Yeah, what well, didn't? <laughs> I won a, a crap ton of money playing craps and, and blackjack. Um, I mean, a lot of money. Right. It was obscene how much money. I mean, it was like you know, it made Matt Damon blush and rounders. <laughs> nice. Um, but like that kind of like you know, I, I literally won. I won twelve hundred bucks waiting for PF Chang's for our table while we're at the Aladdin. Wow. I'm playing craps. I won twelve hundred bucks in twelve minutes. I'm like, okay. And, nice. Um, but yeah. But anyway, we just you know, I'm I, going to Vegas in November. I'm going to need some of that luck. Oh, and I can also tell if you, where you're staying at. I, it's Mirage. Fun. Very good place to stay. Yeah. Um, I'm just have to avoid the, uh, the 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 naked pool. There's a there's a nude pool. 
there, yeah. JoJo. Um, Mandalay Bay. I, you didn't tell me that when I said no to you. Yeah. So for I will uh, say for this one time, he actually invited me first before going somewhere, and I turned him down because I've got like 24 days of leave I gotta yeah. take. So I do actually have time off. He uh, was gonna. He was considering. I was it. considering it, but I couldn't go. Well, but you, you can go to Papa Giorgio Suites with me because Bellagio still owes me money from the last time I went there for the NCAA tournament. <laughs> nice. They, oh, wow. they cursed my existence. I had West Virginia beating Kentucky. <laughs> Everyone laughed at me until West Virginia beat Kentucky. <laughs> right. I gave the old. Uh, you. Nice. <laughs> well, at least he didn't call him queers in a song like Penn State. So. Right. Yeah, it was. But I mean, um, the thing is to say, like having the augmented reality stuff, um, that's it, a shared experience is so much better because yeah. you have you have witness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't. And it, it builds a bond. Man. Yeah. But the, right. I've always, you know, witness. It, it goes back to the time and, you know, since the Bible. Right. You know, I mean, when, in church, when someone's can I get a witness? Mm -hmm. right. Yes, that's because does anyone see what I'm seeing? Mm -hmm. Does anyone believe what I believe? If they can do that, then guess what? They got a, they got a winner on their hands. Yeah. Uh, yeah Pokemon absolutely. Go right now, I mean, everyone kind of sees the same thing, but they don't have it at the same time. And next thing, it, like literally, depending upon downtown Hernan, it kind of looks like Night of the Living Dead because they have like all these people like, you know, like, <laughs> they're not dodging traffic too well. Yeah, they're just bouncing around. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I knew right away. I'm like, Pokemon Go, how did you know? Oh yeah, you're just staring down at your phone screen yeah. the entire time. You can almost go with like a, a thing of like tennis balls or racquetballs and just start throwing them at people. And as soon as you throw them, just like look at your phone, and when it hits them, they'll look up and they'll see you at your phone. Obviously, it wasn't you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. Like the old Nine Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead, just watching people just walk around aimlessly. That's the right. Thing. Exactly. That's that's exactly right. I'm still thinking for AR. Um, again, it's great on the phone. But this is one of those situations where AR trumps VR, in my opinion. I still like oh, VR, yeah, agreed. Yeah. but I think something like the Microsoft HoloLens would work better for this. Because yeah. then you can see your whole house and things being implemented in your house. As opposed to VR, you're in a dark room and you might trip over a table. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let us know your thoughts on this, guys. Um, if you have any thoughts on where augmented reality may be going in the future, I would love to hear about it and maybe even mention it on the show. Geek30podcast at Gmail. Dot com and there's some other really funny news that that we stumbled upon right um, accidentally <laughs> NASA is actually like gonna sell the International Space Station sometime in the future so not not, not tomorrow hand over I don't know what they're planning to do with it in particular I just know so I've been a big avid um, everything science so when the uh, the rover mar landed on Mars I was up at two o'clock in the morning in my apartment you know watching it on my Xbox you know to make sure I could see it and it was awesome the whole talk through uh, seeing the uh, the space station go around uh, some of the previous captains the one from Canada and I'm drawing uh, a blank and I should be better at this but I'm, I'm always bad at names uh, the guy who played guitar um, who did his little James Taylor no it wasn't James. Peter Frampton <laughs> Alex Albisu it was not Alex Albisu Hillary Clinton it was a Canadian astronaut so oh. let me put it that way who played guitar on a space station who did an ode to um... maple syrup he didn't know it's maple syrup, obviously. Uh, what is the... Okay, I was about to say... Howdy who, Doody. Who's the artist that died this year, but every artist has died this Prince. year, unfortunately. Um, um, Hillary he, Clinton. He did the, the, the duo with Queen. Um, Freddie Mercury? Under, under Pressure. Oh, David Bowie. David Bowie, yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. Um, um, Hillary Clinton. I mean David Bowie. <laughs> no, she doesn't have a... 
I'm just okay. trying to throw you off. I just, really, had, a, really I, I just had a really bad joke pop into my <laughs> head. Never mind. Yeah, I about to say, she doesn't have a musical bone in her body. But I was like, but then she has Bill Clinton. Never mind. Ah, <laughs> oh, wait. You hear that? Hold on. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. You hear that? You hear that? That's a knee slapping. Oh. I tried not to say it, but then you were like looking at me. And I was like, oh. okay, maybe just let I'm it glad out you, of the bag. I'm, I'm glad you followed through. Okay. I appreciate That's what she said. <laughs> um, so he did a, a tribute to David Bowie. Um uh, on the space station and did a video on that but he did a bunch of science project it was awesome uh the next couple of astronauts that have been on there for canadian uh italian russian i've always been following them on instagram they uh they have something in a realm of like 12 uh sunrises per day because mm-hmm. they're traveling yeah. at like fifty thousand miles an hour or whatnot yep. and so um they'll, they'll show pictures of sunrises they'll show pictures of silhouettes of the earth they'll show pictures of the um the actual earth itself because the earth is, is beautiful from above which yes. is amazing um so i'm always following this, this kind of stuff so um nasa's at this point saying well this space station it we only really planned for it to be in effect till 2015 which is a year ago mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? right yeah um so I think in the next decade, that's what they're saying on this article, is that they want to hand over the reins to a commercial property. That's right. So an article from The Verge says, at a recent press conference, Bill Hill, was he made fun of? Bill Hill. <laughs> Bill Hill. Well, that's, that's, that's William J. Hill the third to you, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> at least he wasn't Dick Hill. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's that's right. right. NASA's Deputy Associate Administrator for Exploration Systems Development. That's what he does. That sounds like a very complicated job. Uh, noted that the agency is looking to turn over the International Space Station to a privately held company in the next decade, as JoJo just said. It says, excuse me, I'm, I'm hiccuping because there's so much beer in my body right now. <laughs> so much beer. During a panel discussion on NASA's plans for a mission to Mars, Hill discussed some of the agency's long-term plans for reaching the end or reaching the red planet. These uh, plans include close collaboration with commercial spaceflight companies such as SpaceX. NASA's trying, and it says in quotations, NASA's trying to develop economic development in low Earth orbit. Hill said, ultimately, our desire is to hand the space station over to either a commercial entity or some other commercial capability so that research can continue in low Earth orbit. Uh, We figure that will be in the mid-20s, so probably like 2025 or something. We'll see that handed over to a SpaceX or something. Exactly. Uh, For one million Marriott points, you get to stay. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, I I think the more private some of these things go, the better, the more, you know, I think the faster we'll see development uh, with space programs, um, the the more the government uh, embraces companies like SpaceX, which they already have. There are some great programs out there. Um, Again, the commander who was doing the, the, the tribute to David Bowie and whatnot interacted with a bunch of high schools, a bunch of colleges. And so there was... uh, um, what do you call them? Experiments that mm-hmm. he wanted to show. Not necessarily that he wanted to show, but people who ask, "Can you do this in space?" And he would uh, actually say, "Yes, I can do this. I can't do this. I can do this." So he would do a live broadcast. People would tune in all across the country, all across the world, um, and he would show off what you can do in space and then why this research is important. Because without the gravity uh, issue that they're having over here, they can change a couple things. You know, this, that, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're doing a bunch of stuff. They've they've done a bunch of uh, phenomenal breakthroughs or whatever. Um, but unfortunately, because it's NASA, it's not as well known as right. it could be commercially. Yeah. With me, I'm seeing commercial as an opportunity to see uh, 
the science go further, but I also see the problem of, well, we'll let people stay overnight over here for a day and then coming back. And oh no, if you want to spend the money, you can definitely do that. And I see a way of them try to commercialize it, almost kind of like a, a Jurassic Park 4, <laughs> you know, movie yeah. where they commercialize every part of it and they forget the science of it. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. I, I feel like there could well, be greater well, but also, uh, you know, it's, causes oh, there. But, but, no, I was going to say, I, I, I agree with you because, uh, like, for me, I have no problem. Like, the, the two areas where I think the government could do a lot more is education and science. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have no problem because other, like, you know, you look at other space organizations, Japan, whatever, fine. But they put so much money into their R and D and also into their like their space program for science, right? And they get that money back twenty, thirty fold because it comes back in development of art, you know, technology and things of that nature. And you know, I look back at when JFK said we'll put a man on the moon in ten years. I mean, it was a little bit, it was actually shorter, right? But yeah. I mean, what the, the everyone's like, well, the space you know program costs us so much. Well, yeah, but we also got transistor radios that run, run better. We got Tang for God's sakes, right? Tang people. Tang people? Like, but <laughs> yeah. Velcro, all these things that right. we take for granted, that's all space programs. So there's byproducts of that. Now, I'm more than glad to, you know, do a partnership in that. Like, let's say, a, a, you know, an organization comes in and gives a proposal based upon their, you know, I, and I think the government shouldn't pick winners and losers. I, I don't believe in that. But it's, it's like anything else. If you have the best project, you win. Now, um, you know, they've proven it wrong on a couple times, like with... I don't know the latest strike fighter that's out there. Uh, rhymes with nerdy knife, but um, it, it's, wait, I've never heard of the strike fighter. We talking about? <laughs> but I mean that that's that's the CIA. <laughs> Deanna, keep the CIA out. But there's you know I am Pancho Villa. I am not Jose Maldonado. <laughs> and I, this, this, yeah, this is me playing devil's advocate because right. like, well, okay, Bill, they picked this, you know, versus the uh, and they picked the Lockheed Martin versus the McDonnell Douglas version. The McDonnell Douglas version was a little more pragmatic and less expensive, you know. So then obviously, you know, it's become basically a money pit. Um, but having that been said, you know, that's that's one thing absolutely true. But you know, if you I, and let's be honest, if you're dealing with people who are scientists. Um, they tend to be a little more uh, particular about things. Yeah, um, oh yeah, because there uh, is a reason why they're doing this. Get me, I'm telling you right now, uh, the one thing I've learned in sales, the years I've been in sales, get me, uh, get me a, a, people, a bunch of people who are salespeople and get me a bunch of engineers and take three or four people and then just switch them into another group. Within, within 20 minutes, I can tell you who's who in that crew based, like just say, those are the engineers and those are the salespeople in a group of salespeople yeah. and engineers, because yep. it's just so. I think if you have the the right minds in right. place to do, you know, just like I don't care, just pick what you think is right. You know, money's no object. Yep. Let's just do this right. I think that will make it a lot better because if you do too much into um, the commercialization, as you know, I, I think it becomes more of a theme park because mm-hmm. you can make margin off it. Of, you know, it becomes margin versus because yeah. it's like okay, well, we we can cure cancer. Or we can put in a, a zero gravity water slide that right. will make us a ton of money. Freaking yellows or zero gravity water slide, well, baby. Yeah. Okay, so four of our investors say fuck cancer, but the six investors that spend more money want the zero gravity water slide. So you know it becomes right. a money issue. Yeah. That's so. A, so I mean, it's, it's you know it's a it's it's a you know again I think this is great. Um, you know it does have potential, but I think there has to be a balance between you know. The part where the government just says we need to do this because this is in our best interest and yeah. we're willing to invest in our future 
And the companies in return have to say, well, look, they put their faith in us as as a country, which means the three guys There's sitting a responsibility at this table. Here. And everyone listening to this uh, show inside the United States, and even for the world, we have an obligation to the world to, right, exactly. to be the standard bearers of, of the good stuff. Right. And, you know, I, I think we have, you know, I have no problem with that. I mean, that's. I, I know I, I'm in a minority with that sometimes, but I, I truly believe that. Because... I definitely subscribe to the idea of a greater good because yep. we're just smaller pieces of a bigger tower yep. kind of a deal. Um, everything I want to do is for the improvement of America. You know, pay for the the local you know franchise. I'm, I'm uh, working with Signal Six right now, and you know it's a local store in California. Everything's built in USA. No, take care of the local guy before you get the import. You know. Oh yeah, because you just, have to you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. Exactly. Yeah, so that, you want to yeah, look totally at your community at first, but you want to make sure uh, human race as a whole progresses. That's a byproduct. Cause, I mean, yeah. and that's the preamble of the Constitution is all about that. Right. You know, we the people of the United States in order to form our perfect union, establish exactly. justice, ensure domestic tradequality, provide a common <laughs> defense, promote common the general defense. welfare. Yeah. Promote the general welfare, and, and do you remember the uh, the, the song, the, the Schoolhouse <laughs> Rock? Yeah, I, well, I don't remember because I my dad made me memorize it. Right, exactly. Do ordain and establish the constitution. Anyway, yeah, but right. <laughs> but but those those main points are you know paramount to what this is because by promoting the general welfare, what it's doing is it's like, hey, look, this has this this has real life implications, and it's very important. We have to promote it. Right. Yeah. When we, when we look at what's going to happen the next. 20 years with space travel. I mean, maybe they said this back in the 80s, and it really hasn't uh, progressed much since. But, I mean, I think that we're in a completely different place now with the rise of programs like SpaceX, where, uh, you know, these companies have the opportunity to help help us with better space exploration, with understanding, um, you know, how to go above and beyond just our world here. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a fascinating prospect. So if you'd like to chime in on what um, uh, on this whole thought of privatized um, space exploration, um, should the government be involved or should they go all commercial? Is there a good in between? Let us know your thoughts. Geek thirty podcast at gmail dot com. Um, and you know what? I, speaking of space exploration, mm-hmm. that's kind of on the same topic as our question of the week last week. So. Let's get into the Geek 30 question of the week. I want to ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. Very nice. New beer. New beer. All right, so JoJo, you're drinking another one of these. The what is simpler it? Times. Simpler times. The one with the cross-stitch uh, label on it. Yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice. I, I'm actually drinking this as well. Wait I, a second. I've gotten through uh, That would make it my fourth beer. Fourth beer. It's my fourth oh. beer. Wow. All right. Because, I mean, we had the Great Lakes. Yeah. We had the Simpler Times. We had the name tag. I finished all of those. So, JoJo, out of the three beers that, that we've sampled on this show today, what is your favorite? That's hard. Okay. So, the Great Lakes beer, uh, the Elliot, whatever it is. Elliot, Elliot Ness. Ness. Yes. Um, that, to me, is a, is a perfect fall beer. Which we're about to yeah. be on the cusp on. I was sure. just at Total Wine, and I'm starting to see some of the pumpkin stuff out there, and some of the fall Oktoberfest stuff. Oh. And oh my god, if I needed, if I didn't change my like shorts like eight times while I was in that fucking store. I don't know. I don't know about you, but like <laughs> since fall's been kind of coming on us, yeah. All of a sudden, I find myself in yoga pants and carrying a, a, a pumpkin spice latte, like out of the blue. It's just it's, like it's my Han white Solo girl. Season. And you my know, white girl's real strong right and now. And my co-host Brett, you know, and she likes pumpkin. 
Exactly. I know how much the guy regurgitates like just <laughs> and pumpkin's orange, so it's you know my favorite color and whatnot. Get it, girl. There you go. Um, I I love fall. I love cold. I'm a polar bear. You've seen me. Yeah. We had it at what 74 one time. I was sweating. Yeah. <laughs> Jojo sweats. He, I he love needs, cold. Yeah. That being said, I see that as a seasonal fall beer. Okay. I um the name tag and the simpler times I see it as a everyday beer. Swiss Army knife. Exactly. That's great. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, good for everybody. Yeah. Good for something to kind of go into. Good for a drinking game. Um, oh man, I I want to go and like name tags. I'm all about this name tag. It, it's right. great. It is. And I I really like. I legitimately, and I mean this. Like I like everything you brought, but I for the value and it's no contest. Yeah, right. it, it tastes almost like there's almost like an you apple see, flavor. Uh, behind two it six packs like, of of eat, of both of those. Are less expensive. It's than like this. a real good right, cheap beer, exactly. and I love really good cheap beer. Yeah. Hence our Genesee Cream Ale episode. Absolutely. So I of the two cans, I love the simpler times more than the name tag. It's simpler times. Okay, cool. Um, simpler times. Simpler times. Like, times. You gotta say it like Pepperidge Pepperidge Farm. Simpler, remember, simpler, simpler times. times. <laughs> yes. Told my mustache, but I think. I think I like the Great Lakes the most, even though I can only okay. see it as a fall beer. You like it the most. I like it the most, but I see myself drinking this number of times every day of the week. All right, I did. No matter it. what well, season it is. We know a judge is going to go pick up uh, from the grocery store. Two different beers. Yeah. Well, three different beers at this point. So uh, last week's episode, uh, we had the Geek 30 question of the week was is a very controversial question. Star Wars or, or Star Trek and why? Now, we both said Star Wars. Bill, what is your... Answer. I'm a Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why? I just think the story it, it's it's an epic versus like, you know, uh uh Trek is more of a I would say a, a philosophy. Okay. So, you know, from one to like as you go from, you know, like the movies, like the motion picture was kind of boring. Wrath of Khan <laughs> kicked total ass. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, it was like a two, four, and six were great. Well, the evens mm-hmm. are great. The odds are bad. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was more about the philosophical point, which there's nothing wrong with that because I was a philosophy minor. But I just think that Star Wars played into the epic story, like, uh, and every, you know, the Iliad and, you know, that kind of stuff, like right. the Odyssey and right. all that. Um, so that's where I, I would have to uh, say all the way. Although, I, like I said, I think the Wrath of Khan was pretty phenomenal. And uh, a couple Absolutely. Of, next generation when they did First Contact, sorry, that was pretty awesome too. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, I mean, when the Borg. I mean, right, when, exactly. When, the Borg, yeah. yeah the Picard. <laughs> but, but Picard's just like, okay, he's like, oh, we, oh 400 microcosms of, of dust, this is great. We, he's like, I'm going to uh, you know go against the prime directive to, because at the end of the day, you have to sometimes break rules. But like I said, there was certain movies that kind of broke the mold. Yeah. But I think they were very Star Wars esque, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. When it came down to the movies, I mean, it's a movie, so they got a pack. It's like these new Star Trek movies. Well, that's that's what we were talking with uh, partner Nick to me. Um, the new Star Trek movies are phenomenal, but they base their they're basically identical to the movies that happened in the '90s and '80s without the show. And one was '70s actually. One was '70s. '79. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, borderline. Persis Kamada. Yeah, exactly. Came after Star Wars. Persis Kamada. <laughs> that was one good-looking Romulan. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but uh, the, the new Star Trek movies are a very great um, 
homage to the original Star Trek movies, except they don't have the show to explain a lot of the right. the, the day-to-day stuff that goes on. And that's why a lot of people don't like it, because you don't have the world building in them. But mm-hmm. you only have 2x amount of hours right. to, to build in which. So I think they're doing great. I just don't think they'd have the, the basis for them to be as great as they could be. Well, fair enough. And in, in our... Um our audience base had a lot of opinion on this. Question, Absolutely. Believe it or not. I, I completely believe that. So Henry says, uh, star Wars because Chewbacca. Period. <laughs> yep. And, uh, he actually sent a link of the Chewbacca defense. You remember that from South park? Yes. <laughs> that's great. Yes. Uh, well played, sir. <laughs> Melissa. Wow. So Melissa, who's that's actually Jamie's wife. Melissa said star Wars because this hashtag silver Fox, uh, posted a picture of Harrison Ford, um, I mean, Sam, I'm not gay, but Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, bro. Okay. <laughs> Harrison Ford. You mean the Blade Runner? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I know he was just the voice, but um, so Sam says uh, Star Trek because Star Trek has been taking on social issues and conducting thought experiments since it came out. Star Wars is just action and shallow pol- political intrigue in a space context. It sounds like Sam doesn't know what's going on in the world. No, no, no. I think no. I, oh, I think Sam brings a point about Sam, the shows. Yeah. Right, right. It shows uh, phenomenal. Yeah. If you look, if you look, if you look at Clone Wars versus Star Wars or Star Trek, the yeah. show, yeah, he is right. But that's because Clone Wars, within the context of the universe, is telling the story that unfortunately one, two, and three did pitifully. Yeah, bingo. To identify four, five, and six. Right, bingo. That's exactly right. Absolutely. High five on that. Not you bad hit, for you, a semi geek guy. N- nail <laughs> in, in geek on enough. The head. But like you know, I will say like Star Trek, for example, the first interracial kiss. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, economic and and social point of views. Like you didn't have a, I mean, you had a the first Asian American and African American within the bridge that right. were main characters, and also females, not not just males. Correct. Yeah. Um. So it was it was definitely ahead of its time, but also if you look in the context, it they weren't trying to be. It wasn't trying to be a social issue because at the end of the day, it was just it is what it is. These are all humans. They were just trying to put a show together, and it, it and they didn't have yeah. you know let's be they didn't have the the budget, so they weren't going to hire like they couldn't put. Uh, although I would say, I mean, William Shatner, you can say what you will, but if Charlton Heston was in the and you know imagine him going. Engage. Yeah. <laughs> Engage. Um, God yeah. damn you all to hell! <laughs> I think I you think it- killed them all. <laughs> Screw you, con! Damn you to hell! <laughs> you killed them all. Sorry, that's He's a- almost more dinner, dinner theater than Chatner is. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, 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 right. But anyway, I digress. But you but- couldn't hire him because he was. I mean, he was Moses. Yeah, right. I think at the end of the day. You watch Star Trek for the for the drama, Star Wars for the action. Right. Unless you're watching a Star Trek movie, because right. then it's basically the same thing. Right. Um, so Star. Uh, so Chris uh, says Star Wars has Yoda. That's an instant win. He's pocket sized, triple flipping, barrel rolling badass. Fair enough. I mean, you can't argue with that logic. Um, Andy, uh, I, I'm still waiting on Andy's reply. He says, you, you realize I'm mentioning this in my entry. I'll be sending you. What that means is that Andy is going to be a contributor to our Geek 30 blog. Head to geek30.com slash blog, and you'll see all of our Geek 30, um, you know, different stuff going on via, you know, geeky stuff, beer, etc. He's going to be contributing to that. Stay tuned there. Uh, he's going to be submitting the very first 
um, blog post of uh, we release them every Monday. So yeah, the first Monday of September, he will be there. And to remind you, this blog will be brought to you by Amazon.com, which will be able to buy your stuff through the Geek30 website. Yes. I think it's Geek30, spell out 30.com. Look for the Amazon link, click on there, and you'll help the show out. Bingo. Shit, I think you need a new washer and dryer. So Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. That, that helps out tremendously. No, <laughs> it, no extra cost to you. Um, Kevin says Star Trek. Um, and, and he basically says for the same reasons Sam said. Um, but he also said, uh, uh, of course, the real answer to Star Trek or Star Wars is Doctor Who. And uh, don't be that guy. You know, you know, don't Kevin, be that guy. Okay, Kevin. I, you know, I agree with you. Don't, let's not, but let's not, let's not bring. But no, I don't agree no, with you. No, no, we're not getting into it, JoJo. <laughs> no, I don't. This is a whole other this thing. This is a Star Wars, Star Trek thing, and it's yeah. Star Wars, not Doctor Who. So, so he says Star Trek. So, um, Steve, Steven, sorry, uh, says Yub Nub. So we know what that means. <laughs> Star Wars, the original ending. Yeah. Um, yeah no. My dad said Star Trek. No, no, no fucking way, Dad. But you've been Star arguing Trek? with him since you were like yeah, three. Yeah, we were so. like, <laughs> yeah. he is your Obi Wan. So that's true. Guess what? But you know what, Dad? I, I don't disagree with Dad. It's well played, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my my uncle Don. This is another uncle of mine. Says Star Trek. Um, your family's been on Star Trek. Where'd you come from? Well, no, it's generational because <laughs> it's when, gener- yeah, I think Star Trek is, the next generation. Well, that's that, well the next generation missed. Huh? Says, says, says Star Wars. Yeah. But you know, I mean, that was that was breakthrough television when it came out. And it gave, Absolutely, it gave people who had, you know, a science or mathematic proclivity. Holy cow! I use that word. Well, what? I, I'm proclivity. sorry. I just uh, broke. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a Wes- West Virginia Wesleyan education right there, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. But uh, you know, they they had the uh, proclivity uh, to you know they liked those things, and it was a, one of the first shows to let them do it that wasn't on PBS. Right. Yeah. Fair. You know, so it, it put a drama around something they truly enjoyed. Now, you know, of course, the science could be related back and forth, but there wasn't many sci-fi shows. I mean, the Twilight Zone was the closest thing you got, and it was, you know, Hobgoblins on Wings. By the way, w- William Shatner played the role in that one. I don't know if you know that or not. When there was a, the, there's a gremlin on my plane, which yeah. was actually in the movie with John Lithgow. That was an original one from the 1960s, and William Shatner played the paranoid uh, passenger. Wow, I, I would have known no that. idea. Yeah, no idea. Boom Wait, goes done. You ready? <laughs> That's my mind exploding. <laughs> I know ready? he was in that that one Sandra Bullock movie, um, Speed. No, not that one. Crank, was, crack. Uh, no, no, you're thinking of action movies. What no, it's said the, Speed. I was just, no. Hillary Clinton. Uh, I, I thought like drugs. What was the one? Miss Congeniality. Oh, oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, actually, I forgot about that. Um, by the way, uh, Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast yes. reached out to us, said, I prefer Star Wars, but enjoy both. I love Star Wars because it's a fairy tale in space. Shout out to those guys. You can follow them on Twitter at Pittsburgh Nerd. Yeah, and they, they put together, uh, they helped put together the first PodFest. Uh, they're really good guys. And uh, Libsyn, which is based in Pittsburgh, uh, we got them all connected, so they were able to help out with that. But they did a great job, and they had a couple hundred people show up, I think. So well done, guys. Oh, I'm, wow. Okay. Yeah, so. Well, I would just want to say they put, they put all their eggs in the right nest at that point. So. Yep. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm to keep reading off some of these responses because we got so many. Uh, Josie from Pod Nerdy to me, another podcast, local podcast here. It's it, This is very valid. I want to make sure that we, we say this. It's not always black and white for myself when I want – uh, thought-provoking, humanist-centric sci-fi um, Star Trek, not including Into Darkness or Beyond. Uh, but when I, so that that's what he 
yeah. wants is Star Trek, yeah. right? Uh, but when I want fun action oriented sci-fi with laser swords, Star Wars agreed 120 percent that that's kind of the that's kind of what i wanted to hear i agree with most everything he says i'm not necessarily a fan of his take on suicide squad but i mean mm. you'll have to listen to his podcast to see why i say that yeah go listen to pod nerdy to me right you get it like talk nerdy to me except it's pod nerdy you get it yes. jojo do you get it that's their intro actually <laughs> yeah is it like um, a and it's also like a play on talk dirty me by poison yeah right exactly <laughs> and uh a uh, special shout out to my uncle aaron um this is don who i mentioned earlier his brother uh, my mom's brother. They're all siblings. He says Admiral Akbar is my homeboy. It's a, it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. Um, Who the voice uh, died this year? Yeah, amongst everybody yes. else because it's been a fucking horrible year for death. Terrible year. Yeah, I, it's actually fun. Uh, we have a. Um, there's a website that my friend does. Bringing close, take a knee. It's a sports uh-huh. site. It's actually really good. Um, so if you're in a sports, they basically break stories before it actually goes on ESPN and stuff. Oh wow! But after I forget who it was, one, the last like big passing, like even like last week, my friend's like 2016 enough. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, like, yeah, no, seriously. Well, yeah, I, I've seen one meme somewhere in June where it was like 2016 has been written by George R. R. Martin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, really, like kill everybody off. Figgy George. pudding, figgy pudding, figgy yeah. pudding. <laughs> wiener, floppy wiener, floppy wiener. See, I'm only seeing the the cat one. Meow, 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 meow. meow. Oh, by the way, uh, again, the blow the the last episode uh, before you see you guys have seen up until. Ser- seriously well he hasn't I, I i've seen everything okay well no i won't talk about all it. all right then. yeah let's Sorry. hold off <laughs> by the way uh just a w- couple more quick uh, because we have had so many responses to this question my wife i these are special mentions i gotta mention uh she says star wars because i chose to spend the rest of my life with alex and i would like to, that life to be long oh deanna i love you so much I love her too. It's she ironic, made the right choice, and yeah. it's ironic because "live long and prosper" is not a Star uh, Wars thing. Uh, Deanna, <laughs> I see what you did. So close, so Unbelievable. close. Uh, Mitch, he says, and this was this was something worth reading. Star Wars it captured our dreams and fantasies more. Uh, we all imagined ourselves living and breathing in the Star Wars universe, fighting alongside the Jedi and Alliance slash Republic. It um, it was the idea. Wait, wait, what does this say? It was the idea of what could be. It was the idea of what could be, I think is what he said. Um, whereas Star Trek, it can be... Uh, what, dude, Mitch, you got to... I remember reading Is that an Android before. phone? Yeah, no, it, it was. Uh, whereas Star Trek, it what can or will be, it's Star Trek more constrains our uh, imagination to the limits of science and for me limits the extent of my imagination. So basically, Star Wars limits the extent of his imagination. Star, Star Wars is... More open, more open. It's yeah. uh, it's it's like it's basically uh, Windows ten versus uh, Linux. There you Linux go. Is open source versus. <laughs> and, and Jamie, uh, you know, you know Jamie. Everybody well, is Jamie. If you listen to the show, you hear Jamie every yeah. episode. As much as I love Star Trek, particularly the next generation Star Wars wins. Star Trek is intellectually stimulating, whereas Star Wars is emotionally stimulating, which I think is why Star Wars is tied to so many memories and will always be my favorite. So I do have one more entry from Stacy, the Star Trek nerd. Okay. Well, you can imagine from Stacy, the Star Trek nerd, that it is a Star Trek-centric <laughs> response with Star Trek. I think because it's a TV show, so it's largely character-based. So you get a chance to know and understand the characters and see how they react in different situations. 
So there's more character development. Yeah, can, more exactly. character development. I agree there, Stacey. I, I think that's great. What's interesting, though, because, again, and it's, that's very true. Star Trek develops the characters. But what was so fascinating about you look, you watch Star Wars, within the first five minutes, you know the battle lines. Right, yeah. Because you see this little, like, as soon as that scroll is done, here's this little Republic, you know. Korean Corvette. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Getting chased by this monolith thing. <laughs> and you're like, this isn't fair. Yeah, no. for real. And you know, like, you just realize scale. You're like, this isn't cool. Right. And you know they're going to board them because they could destroy them in two seconds, but they're just like fucking with them at this point. They're yep. just, yeah. Right. They can take over them. Yep. So you, you, and you realize they're just being bullies. And right. from yep. that point on, you're like, okay, this isn't cool. No. Yep. And the battle lines are drawn within the first five minutes, which is. And there's so much character development without a word said. Yep. Well, quickly going around, because we're running out of time here, but quickly going around the table, you know, we we thought about our next topic. We wanted to make it similar to the sort of the, the space theme that we've had going. Um, do aliens exist? I'm going to say yes, mostly because this world is way too fucking, like, not this world, this, this universe is way too fucking big to not have something else out there. And plus... Um, you know, if No Man's Sky has taught us anything, it's that there's a lot of procedurally generated worlds out there with a lot of procedurally generated uh, aliens out there. So, Jojo, what are your thoughts? I I would say um, we found water on Mars. I would yeah. say life has existed on other planets other than ours. Um, I know we, for a science level, everything that we know is based on oxygen. We need all oxygen. And we just... Um, as science, we, we buried into what was the Arctic, Antarctic, um, and found some new life that hasn't had oxygen in 2,000 years, some long period of time. Yep. Um, and so just on our Earth alone, we found things that are alien to the way we live. Um, I imagine we have a very strict amount of uh, foliage and fauna that makes us who we are. Um, and if that can happen in our small Blue, uh, pale blue dot in the universe, I imagine it could happen again somewhere else. Agreed, 100%. Bill, your thoughts? Well, uh, as Carl Sagan would once have said, there are billions and billions of galaxies and to have so much space to be wasted without having life someplace else would be highly improbable. Okay, so Carl, you just spoke. Can can Bill please speak? Sure. Um, well, uh, Jojo, I'll say. Okay, Carl, go away, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> but um, going back to actually, uh, all life forms have carbon. Right. Um, so uh, oxygen, because uh, like for example, photosynthesis doesn't happen with oxygen. And again, not a science guy. Totally right. Science exactly. exactly. But um, I will say. Um, yeah, I mean, what you're finding just in Mars, um, also Venus. I mean, we're learning a lot about Venus. Yeah. <laughs> penis? Oh, Venus. Oh, sorry. All right. Sorry. Uh, but global warming. Uh, everything we've learned about global warming comes from Venus. If which... we can get something on there that lasts more than like an hour. Right. <laughs> but but I'm just saying that right. there's, you know, and you just don't know, you know, how hot the sun was and different things like that. But, you know, and not only that, our own universe is expanding anyway. Exactly. So um, other universes are expanding. You don't know where technology is at. Um, you know, and I like to believe it because it's one of the th – the greatest books of all time was Choose Your Own Adventure, The Third Planet from Alta Centaur. 
which of course was the first book I got excited with science fiction because like you'd worried of like page two. I love that. Do you want to go to this one or page twenty? I always died on those things. Yeah, I, it's, <laughs> I always died. Yeah, I've never finished a book that way. It was the worst. All right, <laughs> uh, but I but I, the thing was though like that got me thinking, and then of course uh, you know Cosmos. I, I think there is. I mean, to have the opinion that this is the only place where you know, and this is, I, I just think you're, if you're doing that, you're truly selfish. Right. Um, totally. Yeah. So I, there has to be. Um, I, I now I'm not expecting them to land anytime soon, but um, they, and not only that, parallel universes. You don't, you know, there's different theories about you know different That's dimensions, right. etc. So, like you know, Stranger Things. I mean, uh, DC is a multiverse now, so. <laughs> yeah. Right, you know, lots of universes. Buckaroo Banzai, the eighth dimension. I mean, <laughs> they put the warp core in. Found Jeff Goldblum before Jurassic Park. <laughs> and it was it takes place in it takes place in New Jersey. And, exactly. And his name was, in fact, New Jersey. <laughs> they had to, it has been 20 years since I've seen that movie. Wow. It's the greatest theme song of all time, too. <laughs> well, write in with your responses to geek30podcast at gmail.com. Um, let us know your thoughts do aliens exist why why not we would love to share your thoughts on the show um jojo let's wrap things up where can people reach us in general so i'm gonna do something a little bit newer this time and i'm gonna point out the fact that alex built a brand new website and there's actually links to everything on there if you want to go to the website geek30.com 30 is spelled out www.geek30.com and you'll be able to find everything on there. But in case you just want to go straight to the different links, I will point out that the fact that you can leave us a voicemail at 443-424-3350. You can interact with us on Twitter at Geek30. And 30, again, it's spelled out, at Geek30. We can uh, pop up on YouTube and Facebook if you search Geek30 Happy Hour. And again, Geek30.com uh, is the website you want to go to. Absolutely. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Again, thank you to Bill with Not Another Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been fantastic. I actually get to plane to Chicago in less than 12 hours. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So, Bill, um, again, give the folks um, at home where they can reach you. Very simple. Uh, website, the Swiss Army Knife for everything is notonotherpodcastusa.com. Uh, has all our episodes, everything else on there. Uh, Twitter, at NAPodcastUSA. Um, you can see where I'm, you know, I'm doing things on the social side. Uh, I'm also, like I said, running for council, so you can see Bill, Bill for Herndon at Twitter and BillMcKenna.us for my website on my points of view and everything else. But anyway, uh, thank you very much for having me. This has been great. Uh, Good stuff. We'd love to have you listen in. Uh, it's not as in-depth as these guys go, but we hope you get a chuckle of what being brought to you. Oh, they, they, have a, they have a blast. Definitely and check if you're in Herndon, vote for Bill. That's right. Absolutely. Thanks. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, um, and, and again, thank you to Great Lakes for the great beer. And also, I mean, and also... Uh, Simpler times. Yeah, simpler times. And, and name tag. Name tag, yes. I'm going to be drinking more of this. Trader Joe's, $4. Absolutely. I'm going to be buying a lot of those. Yep. So until next time, guys. Thank you so much for geeking out with us. And be good to each other. See ya. seeing you sip a shot glass seeing you <laughs> sip a shot glass right do you want me to pound them out i mean no 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 enjoy them by all means but it's, i'm just saying it's weird so have you ever seen um there's a, a place called uh is it mash 